Good news, bad news. This is the Soapbox for the week of July 11th, 2021. One of my mentors and best friends taught me a long time ago to always lead with the bad news. Bad news first, he would say when I walked into his office, since I rarely came in with good news, but that's for another time. I adopted that strategy in all facets of my life, and it has served me well. Just get it out of the way. Bad news first. No surprises. However, it's not great for showbiz, so we're actually going to start with the good news. Driving to and from Las Vegas over summer vacation, spending almost a week there, and then spending lots of times in the greater Sacramento area, going to dinners and lunches and stores, there was a lot of good. Now, unfortunately, the good is basically breaking my self-imposed rule of celebrating normal. It is good, though, to see seemingly so many people returning to life. In Vegas, I'd say maybe 25%, one out of four, uh, all people were wearing masks. And there was certainly no social distancing of any kind going on there. The casinos, the bars, the restaurants, the strip itself were packed shoulder to shoulder. There was the odd store like Louis Vuitton, who was still engaging in capacity limits and lines to get in. Thus, they didn't get our business. And there's only one store in all of Vegas, and we did literally go to dozens, maybe maybe over 100, that asked us to put on a mask to enter, thus we didn't enter, and screw you, Valentino, my wife found her shoes elsewhere, thank you very much. The roads everywhere are packed, to be sure. In fact, what should have been a seven to eight hour drive to Las Vegas took over 10 solely because there were so many damn cars and tons of truckers who are keeping America running, thank you, who are on the road. Not just in Vegas, but also in Reno, where we stopped briefly, and throughout Sacramento. People are also generally in good, positive moods. In fact, I noticed that the only grouchy people seem to be the ones who should still be at home in the first place. You know, those rare customers wearing masks who seem incapable of being happy about anything. It was also noteworthy and refreshing to observe that essentially no one anywhere is talking about anything related to COVID. I mean, the maskers don't talk to anyone anyway, so they don't count. And everyone else is talking about plans, sports, the weather, which concerts and events they're going to, uh, seeing family and friends, getting back to work in offices, even the holidays. So, yeah, normal is good. It shouldn't be celebrated, but it should be at least noticed. It also comes with some unfortunate side effects after the last year we've all had. Most notably, people are awkward as hell. It is glaringly obvious who amongst us has spent the last year just living life as normally as possible and who actually literally stayed home the entire time. Many times over the last couple of weeks, my wife and I felt like we were teaching children how to socialize with strangers in public for the first time. But hey, at least they've found their way back. And again, we're almost universally pleasant and positive. Something else that's glaringly obvious from Vegas and back is the worker shortage. It is real and it is bad. The people who are working, they're trying. You can tell. But there just aren't enough of them anywhere. Wait times are forever. Lines are long. Service is slow. And it's not incompetence. It's a lack of bodies. At a few restaurants in Vegas, we notice long wait times to get tables with entire sections of tables in that same restaurant empty. So being the curious, nosy types that we are, we asked... We said, you know, are you still limiting capacities? Are you doing COVID protocols? Things like that. And the answer was the same every time. No, absolutely not. They would say, we just don't have enough people working. As a fellow business owner, man, it was downright depressing to see so much potential revenue and income being squandered 
solely because there just aren't enough people willing to work. But none of that is the bad news. Look, people will get better at socializing again, and the workers will return in time. The question is when exactly, and that's kind of where the bad news comes in. Because I stayed entirely ignorant for the first 10 days of our vacation. I turned on no news. I avoided websites unless they had recipes or porn. And I tried my best to just cleanse my COVID-soaked brain, which has been on overload for the past 15 months. I wasn't surprised when I dove back into the happenings of the universe to see the endless stories about crime skyrocketing and racial tensions and heat waves and billionaires heading into outer space. Same stuff, different day, at least so far for this decade. Okay, come to think of it, I did turn on some news on the drive home from Vegas. So that was like, what, day eight of our vacation. Christina needed a nap, and I needed something that I actually had to concentrate on, other than the glorious, endless landscape of sage and feral donkeys that make up Nevada. Oh, beautiful. So I decided to listen to some news on satellite radio, since it would at least hold my attention, and I knew I couldn't hide from it forever. So I heard the current Surgeon General of the United States, uh, Vice Admiral Vivek Murthy, I'm sure you knew that already, in an interview talking about the Delta variant strain of the COVID virus. Now, if you've been fortunate enough to miss it, the Delta strain is the latest mutation of COVID. Oh, and it's a doozy. I'm not making fun of that fact. It is. It's stronger. It's more transferable. And it is, in fact, shutting much of the world down yet again. In fact, the Olympics in Japan will now have no spectators thanks to yet another state of emergency in that country thanks to COVID. As if anything could make the Olympics worse, now there will be no fans. But our Surgeon General didn't take that bait. In fact, he was on to present brand new data. Actual data. Not lab experiments, not models from the computer. Data that shows that all three of the vaccines that are available in the United States are resistant to the Delta variant. And he made a point in this interview to say that if you're vaccinated, you are safe from all forms of COVID and you can't spread it. The data shows if you're vaccinated, you can't get it or spread it. So there's no need to wear a mask at any time. And yeah, he made his pitch for those who haven't been vaccinated to get vaccinated, although he did it in a way that He acknowledged they should do so only if they choose and to protect themselves. And I remember thinking to myself, well, that was refreshing. Some actual science, logic, and common sense from a public health official. (laughs) So here's where we get closer to the bad news. And then there's a question. Once I dove all the way back into prepping for the show and reading, I did find, one hard, story after story, ginning up as much fear as possible about the Delta variant and the coming fall and the cooler weather, and then expert after expert saying that mask mandates need to be reinstated in the United States. Now, if you listen to what I just told you the Surgeon General said, you say, why? Oh, well, because. Despite actual data, after seven months of vaccinating half of America's entire population, which shows that the vaccines prevent the spread of COVID, people are just making things up again. Just like a year ago. Now, one of the biggest lunatics since the start of this pandemic has been a guy named Christopher Murray. He's the director of something called the Institute for Health Metrics and Evaluation, 
whose models, by the way, and predictions have been wrong from the very beginning. He's the clown that said 1.1 million Americans would die of COVID in the first year. He loves this stuff. He lives for fear porn. And yet, he somehow still has a job and he somehow is still an expert. So despite the evidence presented by the Surgeon General, Murray is demanding that mask mandates be reinstated in America because there is no doubt in his mind that vaccinated people are spreading the Delta variant. That's it. No data. Just his belief. He just looks around the country and he says, well, the, it, it, the Delta variant is spreading so much, we have to have vaccinated people that are, that, are, that are transmitting it. Even though I have absolutely no evidence of that whatsoever, I'm just going to say it out loud. God. Now, look, first of all, Mind you, the debate over masks is over. They're the greatest thing on planet Earth ever. And if you question that, you are a flat earther and a Holocaust denier, period. Shut your mouth. That's science. So leave that alone. And of course, for some reason, freedom's not a topic allowed either, despite the fact that this is still barely the United States of America. You can't, for some reason, for one second, point out that people have a right to choose not to take a medicine they don't want to. Even the almighty Dr. Fauci said last week in an interview, get over it. That's a quote. Those of you that have chosen not to get vaccinated, Dr. Fauci, the highest paid federal employee and the leading scientist in America, told you to just get over it and put the medicine in your body. Isn't that nice? And for the love of God, don't even think about invoking the fact that two-thirds of eligible Americans are at least partially vaccinated. And of the other third, we know statistically that half of them have had COVID, therefore they have antibodies, meaning we've achieved herd immunity. My God, don't say that. Because that might mean that life can fully go back to normal. And don't even think about pointing out that Johns Hopkins University, one of the most respected throughout this pandemic, is leading the way in saying we've achieved herd immunity in America. And it's time to help the rest of the world. Shut up! Science! All right, so here's the question that goes with the bad news. Actually, questions, I guess, two of them. Will we actually see parts of the country reenact mask mandates by fall? To me, this seems like an obvious yes, but discuss amongst yourselves and let me know. You can just email us. The other one is, how will the nation actually react? How will the half or more of the country that my wife and I spent the last two weeks with respond to being told, we're going backwards? Now, there's the part of me that demands that we just need to look to the recent past and remember how so many so willingly submitted to idiocy and that they will again, okay, I'll just strap on this mask because you said so. But there's also the part of me that says enough of us and our businesses are fed up with this and will demand to finally live normally with the virus. I don't know. Maybe I'm being naive or too hopeful. I'm not sure. And of course, it's no newsflash that we're a more divided nation than at any other time in my lifetime, for sure. And that this next attempt at slowing down, impeding, or stopping our lives could be calamitous. I mean, honestly, the fights, the videos that we saw a year ago over masks, I can't imagine what we might be in for if, if they literally start telling us to go back to that. All right, so let's end on, a, on, a, on an attempt at a more positive note. Let's just hope that enough of us have shown with our actions and our pocketbooks our desire to return to normal and that enough people have taken notice and won't try yet again 
to restrict us from doing so.